Hey girls and gays. Hey girls, hey gays. Welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said. Where we close the gap between who we are and who we're meant to be. And where we are and where we want to be. I'm Mukundwa, your host. And I am your favorite co-host, Nyakwezi, coming every week with the most. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why'd you try upstage me? Because you never try to, up, like, to, you know, because your introduction is so boring. I'm Mukundwa, your host. Oh, wow. And then, like, give us some spice. Yeah. Give the children something to, to munch on, on afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll think about it for next week. Yeah, no problem. That's why I think I'm the people's choice. I'm the favorite. I'm the potty fave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spot, spot test. Do a New Zealand accent. Oh, simple. Uh, I... Eat meat, but not all kinds of meat. And I just do an Australian until people tell me it's kiwi. <laughs> That's close enough. Okay, this is my New Zealand one. Fish and chips. You can't, darling, that's not enough. Give us it more. It is. I eat fish and chips. That is so <laughs> bad. All I know is that the way they say fish and chips is not how... Fashion chips, no. Fish, it's like fish and chips. It's like a chop. Jeez. Speaking of, mm. I have an update about the zaddies I'm looking for, but we'll discuss that. Oh my gosh. Every episode, fishing. <laughs> okay. And going forward, please keep sending your dilemmas, anything work-related, boyfriends, money, love, fitness, whatever it is. I was fitness, I cut myself off there. Yeah, well, what, no, <laughs> give fitness, bring. Fitness. Let us... <laughs> guide you whatever it is send them to uh i said what i said underscore pod on send it Podcast. to Iswis, send it to our instagram page as a dm and we will answer dilemmas systematically across yeah. all podcasts doesn't matter if they're related to the theme of the episode mm-hmm. so send them to the right channel and we will answer them that also sounded like a bit of a burn anyway i'll well, I, I instruction got you. yeah follow instructions or you don't get what you get okay um right yeah What's the alternative? This is supposed to be a friendly space as well, though. You've got to kind of be a bit relaxed. Like, hey, guys. I, the way I roasted, there's two weeks. I had such a roasty episode and everyone still came back. You people need to respect yourselves more. <laughs> I'm just saying. Huh. How are you all doing in self-isolation? Mm. Some of you in quarantine. I don't think you get quarantine. Yes, quar- quarantine means if you... What does it mean? It means if you... If you have coronavirus yes. or even might have coronavirus, you've been in yes. contact. Yes. And self-isolation is preventative. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you might be listening in both um, scenarios. Yeah. We are feeling blessed and grateful to be in your ears in this time of pressure. <laughs> that is so sexual, Mukunda. Is it? Yeah. Now, let's have that gratitude thrown back at us. If you have any dollars to spare, please send them to us. If you find value in our podcast, if you learn, enjoy, laugh, if it brings you joy for whatever reason, please tip us. That money that you send to us, while it would ordinarily go to buying me a suction cup vibrator or my sister, what would it go to you? I would put it right back into the podcast to make it a better product for all the girls and gays. There you go. They're the two archetypes of African politicians. So while it would ordinarily go to that stuff, we're going to give it to listeners in need. 
We gave away um, a really lovely sum of money to somebody who needed it last week. They were stranded in a, a country that's not their own, mm. needed the money. And we've got a lovely person who's looking for assistance right now. It is $300 is our target. I think we've got 20 in from last week. Mm -hmm. So please do send whatever you can. Anything from $5, from whatever you can. The smallest amount to the, the biggest without breaking your bank. Send it to us as a gratitude tip for the work we put in week in, week out. And we will revert that money as a donation to someone else. Um, and I, I'm phrasing it like this because I think, I kind of think for some people, it's easier to conceive giving us money for the service we do than to donate to someone they don't know. Oh, I see. Okay. I was thinking, I think so, hey? Because yeah. of the um, amount of appeals I get to donate on a, not a daily, a weekly basis yeah. from PETA, all these other organizations, yeah. it doesn't really pull up my heart, my, my, my heartstrings. Yeah. But if a service I really find value in asks me to pay, I might just. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. In, in the name of, who, of them, in their name. Yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the end goal of tipping in many ways, or for me, is... What's that word? I need to feel gratified for doing something good. Mm -hmm. And if that comes from feeling like I've been um, benevolent versus feeling that I've uh, been generous to people who I get a free service from, like whatever works, works. Mm. So yeah, reach into your pocketbooks. What the fuck? What is a pocketbook? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a pocketbook is a wallet. What? And wh okay, I'm so confused by that term. Always have been, always will be. Yeah. And if the person you're talking to back and forth who sends you, hey, 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 every morning means it, ask them to send you $10 to send to us. Yeah. Let's see if they really mean it. Yeah. Um, secondly, join our Facebook group and our Instagram group mm -hmm. where we continue discussions about podcast episodes and anything else that's on your mind. We've had really cool discussions about women who don't want to have kitties. Not even women, sorry. People who have wombs who don't have kitties. Mm. We've discussed that about what that means societally, where that places them. We've had discussions about, um, I can't remember what else, but a really interesting one. So join the <laughs> There was one that I weighed in on and I can't remember what it was. You liar. You didn't weigh in on anything. On one. I think abs tagged me and that's all I remember. And, oh. No, and, and the womb one. The womb one. But no, I don't didn't. remember. Did I not weigh in? No, not oh, yet. I had so many thoughts and I think I even went there and then, I don't know. Didn't happen. Social media is daunting sometimes for me. Really? Most of the time, yeah. Why? I, I overthink I overthink it and then I spend so much time on a computer screen anyway um, that when I do have a break, I just want to get off the screen. Um, and then, I'm yeah, I do overthink a lot of what I'm what I'm going to say and that it stays there in, is it perpetuity? Perpetuity? Perpetuity. How do you say it? Your voice of artist. Perpetuity. I, if you tell me how to say it, I'll say it the best way. I just, I'm not saying it again. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's all of those things. Like, I don't know how to, yeah. I think also because I'm so used to pandering to the different crowds, like, I'm not sure, but wait, are Ooh, you going to agree with it when I say that's it? That's so true. Hey, you just yeah. never know. Yeah. Like I actually now just have to stand in my own truth and then back myself up. So I'm also trying to be mindful about calling people who DM me, who I p perceive as black, sis. I'm trying not to use the word cis. Oh, do you only use cis for black people that you think are black mm. fe and female? I use it for, for people I perceive as black and as woman um, and gay. And anyone who is, really? appears queer, I use the word cis. But I also think it might, for some some people, it creates a sense of, it's a familiar, familiar term, right? Yeah. And there's some people who, for me, are engaging enough that I'd want to talk to them on a daily basis, on, on a regular basis, even though I don't know them, they don't know me. But there are other people who I don't, and saying cis might create the sense that I'm actually interested in, like, furthering the engagement. You also use love like that. 
Not, no, no, I, I use, I'm very specific with it. So if I've called you love, I meant it. I've heard you have conversations with people you've never spoken yeah, to Yeah, and I said love. Yeah, no worries, love. And I mean it at the end because we've had an hour conversation. And then I, so, so Nyak's talking about, I've talked to a couple of pod, people who listen to the podcast, people who've uh, donated money to, and people who've had questions about how to start their own, right? I consulted. That's the word. I got paid. <laughs> and I called them love at the end and I meant it. I really meant it. So I'm, wow. I can stand by that love. When I can't stand by it is the issue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. So the point is, go onto our socials and engage. And one day, one day, I will be that person. And I will be there responding and chatting. Maybe. Or maybe not. I really want to be that person. I, I, I really want to engage in all these conversations. I'm wondering if I should put an hour aside a day. That's actually such a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Because I haven't responded. I asked people, how are you doing? How's Corona treating you? And everyone responded last week. I have not said a thing. Can you imagine? I just was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot. Like I wow. have to now go and respond to everyone. Oh, I see. I don't actually want to respond. I just want people to talk. I don't necessarily want to be involved. And I think that's also okay. Hmm. Um, as long as you, like now you've said it, which is great. As long as it's out yeah. there. I think it's great. Interesting, yeah. yeah. I might start with 10 minutes and maybe you can start with 20 minutes or something. Yeah, and it actually goes back to intention, which we'll discuss on the next episode, on another episode. Uh We've got an episode coming about if you'd like to start your own podcast, like who, what, when, where, why, how. Who do you think you are? Yes. um, If you'd like to start one, all the questions about the tech involved, the preparation, um, how we gather ideas and form thoughts. You can ask those questions. If you're on Instagram, please send that to I said what I said, I-S-W-I-S underscore Un- oh. send it to our instagram page it'll be linked i swiss underscore podcast yes and if you don't have instagram you may put it in facebook or you may email us those questions yeah not to our personal pages right if you hear birds and flies it's because we live in a country where things grow <laughs> and where there's nutrition and well-being of plants plants and animals what is wrong with you today i know Alrighty, <laughs> let's get into this this week's episode so so we're back. Right. And Mukundo just killed a bee. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I, you. Ki- I killed a bee because I thought it was a, a fly. Why didn't you pause and look and see and check and make sure? You were the one telling me it's left. You're twelve o'clock. <laughs> no 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 no. Yeah, I think he's dying. No, but he's got fresh air now. I think he'll survive. He will definitely not survive. Doom it, it gets their um central nervous system. Yeah, it shuts it kills down. Them I was going to say it kills them while they're alive, but you know what I mean? Like it no, paralyzes I mean. them. Yes, it paralyzes them and all sorts. Okay, well. Yeah. God. Well, today we're discussing value. We're discussing who, how do we perceive each other's value? Uh, who decides our value? Is it society? Is it us? Mm. How does our value in the workplace differentiate between our value amongst friends and family And do we all have intrinsic value? Do we all have value to offer in the arena of interpersonal relationships and work? Is that inherent or do we have to develop value? So this topic came about because I, Nyak and I have been really championing online work and we have a a bit of a, we disagree a bit about who can do online work. I'm always like, everybody needs to get on Fiverr and Upwork and all these online platforms. And Yak is a bit I'm slower. like, but they be basic hoes. Okay. Sure. You said it. Her words. <laughs> so 
Yeah, I mean, I think we we have we don't meet eye to eye in terms necessarily of what value people can give um, online and in the workspace, and it just uh, kind of raised this whole conversation about value anyway. Who decides? Who gets to choose? Do you choose your value? Um, and what kind of value do you lean into? Like your own perceived value or other people's? What's more beneficial? So let's get straight into it. I think let me ask you a question first. Mm-hmm. Do you think everyone has inherent value to their community? So I want to know from you, though, do you mean under capitalism? Do you mean socially? What do you mean? Well, how about we go I... through the poll? <laughs> I, love I remember your question being something around like capitalism. Does everyone have does everyone have value to offer under capitalism? So do all humans have intrinsic value? Full stop. 67% said yes. Do all humans have value they can offer under capitalism? 40% said yes. Now that's an interesting one because I was thinking about, we all have a cousin who really and truly will never amount to anything under capitalism ever. Like the, what they do best is lying on the couch, eating people's resources, being happy, doing nothing, um, half-baked ideas and promises, different business ideas and never completing them. And like, that's the space they're comfortable in. Right. And I think society should make space for the deadbeat cousin. Sadly, mm-hmm. they're always men, it seems, but yeah. I mean, that's not surprising. There's but no real space for women to be deadbeat. No, we can't, we don't get the same luxury, but mm-hmm. I think we should be kind or kind of not even necessarily to them, but in our, like in our knowledge of what we're doing for them, like make the leniency in us heart still be hard on them for the deadbeats yeah yeah like no tell them when you're gonna get a job when you're gonna get a job and actually secretly know that they're going to be on our couch forever and yeah. we're happy with that if yeah, we are yeah, yeah, yeah. okay hmm. uh, that that is a good that is a good plan um <laughs> what but why why rag on them if you don't think and i hope i've used that correctly i just heard it on a movie um why rag on them if you're not if you don't number one mean it why bother um so that's advice for everyone else and not for me i think it's hard for people to understand people who have zero motivation and who use other people's resources and are a burden. Mm. Uh, I understand it. So I actually don't speak to those people in that way. What, yeah. What would you do though? So you cut, you've woken up again. Mm -hmm. It's week three, your cousin's still on your couch. Mm. We're not in quarantine. These are pre Corona times or post let's Mm. be positive. Do you just kick them out knowing very well they have no stable job, you know, they're just going to, they don't really have anywhere to go. I mean, they could go to another relative, but it's just going to be someone else's problem. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, where does that, um, where does that advice come from? Like, mm-hmm. it seems like your value is, is still in go be useful to capitalism. No, that's not my value. Um, I think some people cannot. I have one example in mind of a family member. I think they just can't. And I think, um that's all they've shown us so why Mm. even expect that of them why not just make their lives as comfortable as possible uh without hurting yourself to some extent i mean it's all going to be a bit irritating it depends how much you love them if this was a immediate if this was a brother or a sister i'd be very giving and you know you're constantly giving kind of endlessly until it Mm. becomes really harmful but they're not so if they were yeah like you if you have the means you build them a house let's say this is in uganda you build them a house they say okay yeah, yeah, i'll pay you back i'll pay you like yeah sure you will you just know they'll never kind of and yeah. you, you look after them i mean that's your flesh and blood yeah i think to constantly expect people to be what they're not not everyone can give value like not everyone can be consistent 
or wants to be and like what can you do man yeah sure. or in the ways that are you know financially rewarded yeah hmm. yeah I, w- I wouldn't go as far as to hurt myself that's for sure um yeah Their levels i would yeah i would accept them in their mediocrity but i wouldn't hurt myself to do it i would to an extent if it's my fam if it's my mum, dad sisters brothers yeah mm. i mean it's what's the alternative well like say, for instance if it was you you know i would just have an open conversation with you without any aggression like hey girl like let's be honest like you're not trying to chase the corporate ladder or whatever it is so me for me i know i i can't have you on my couch hey it's like it stresses me out too much but like i really want like we can still be friends and hang out and do things and whenever we meet know that i'm gonna pay like i'll always do these things for you but my couch isn't an option for you anymore um try out your other options like what other family members can you talk to blah 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 and just be open about the fact that like i won't be i won't be inconvenienced to the point of um where it hurts me Mm-hmm. if that's something that really distresses me but then mm-hmm. yeah okay so they also know yeah every time i call and I, I would call you every other day let's go for lunch you just know i mean it's lunch on me no way let's that's go shopping it's always on me but it's not i think my my concern here is that it's not the person's fault so if you become completely overwhelmed with anxiety because of the coronavirus and you can't yeah. be a voice of artist yeah you can workshop as many ideas and i can help you out of that hole but if you kind of keep going to get stuck in there, mm. what can I do? I can't really, I wouldn't mm. pull away because there's a difference between feeling like you're punishing me for choices you've made versus you are being debilitated by ennui, by mm. a lack of enthusiasm. That's not your fault. The world yeah. is actually insane. And yeah. it's pretty mad that we get up and we follow instructions. Yeah. So I think for me, the inertia, the inability to move um, because of mental health illnesses or just because of, you've realized how messed up this world is, is yeah. so valid. Yeah. And it just depends how much I love you. Now for a friend, there's a limit on how long you stay on my couch. But for you, yeah, it, it's not intentional. It's not being, if you're a man, I would look at it very differently. You know, have, they're different lenses. I see. But no. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But you wouldn't carry a baby for me anyway to term. So again, we Do you under- sacrifice different die. things. I could die. Yeah, you could die. Just you, you want could a nice die. Thing. Go get a dog. Darling, are you mad? That's so unfair. If I want a baby and I can't have one, so you'll Listen make my mom carry entitled one. Entitled millennium. Excuse millennium. me. Can't deal with you. Um, then the next question was, who decides your value to society? Mm-hmm. People, 33% said you decide. 67 said society decides. Mm-hmm. Then I asked who should decide your value. And 83% said I should, not society. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Would your life be easier if society told you what you should do for a living? Um, for example, at 15, they assigned your role. Mm-hmm. 33% only said life would be easier. Um, so what is, and what are your thoughts on the, the value, assigning a value? Hmm. I was thinking about it. I think, because somebody asked me the other day, why, what, why would I ever think I could start a podcast? Like, where does that even start? Mm. And I was telling them how my whole life I've been affirmed and encouraged as being a thought leader or an empathetic person, a good listener, um, interesting, that I I had value in what came out of my mouth. Mm. And so it was only natural that I would think that too at some point and think my thoughts are worthy to hear, to be heard. Mm. But I've had I been enthused for my looks, I would probably be in an industry or, you know, in something that helped me that 
was predicated on my looks. That's right. And so I think that really was interesting to me because I think um, that affects a lot of us. Like what we were, any of us, I could still be a model. That was, that's never been enthused. That's never been encouraged, but it doesn't mean I can't try or can't do, but I've gone down the paths where I've been affirmed and told that I have value, not necessarily where I think my value lies. I could think I'm beautiful Mm. and that um, my face sells, Mm. but like, that's not what society's told me that they're going to get value from. And so that, yeah. And just, mm, you know, Mm. and thinking about the pretty people in high school, you can't relate yet because you were considered, well, you were popular. Were you pretty as well? I think you were. Bitch. I was everything. You were considered pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But it depends on the whole package too, I think yes yes and no so like i was in the in crowd and the out crowd if that makes sense Hmm. i think we need to interrogate your high school i don't know if you can be both i think we need to ask an outsider what actually happened there i think so because there's what happened in my brain and what i know i think so hey in the way i think you're very you're self-involved so i think you might have overestimated your popularity no are you sure yeah okay (laughs) <laughs> and also we're talking high school or higher and primary I'm seriously not doing this so if I think about the people who were told their whole lives that they were gorgeous like women they really leaned into that and that became their currency in the mm-hmm. way that for me remember when I talked about how I used to emotionally manipulate people into liking me through my currency which was being an agony aunt yeah so I think I mean my question now would be what's more rewarding and what should we do more? Should we lean into what we've, what we've been assigned, what, what value we've been assigned? Like Oprah was not assigned looks, right? She was assigned yeah. brains yeah. and she's leaned into that. Um, chicken or eggy? Hmm. No, actually she was told she was, well, she was told she was never going to be cute and that mm-hmm. she better study and better work. And she did. And so someone like you, for example, Nyak, I, hmm, I don't know if you've been told this value, but at least we know or what you perceive is that, don't know which one came first but people perceive you as uh agreeable mm-hmm. as like friendly and approachable and bubbly and like mm-hmm. easygoing in like a room someone who lights up the room and i know you've had a desire to be more neutral like less smiley more honoring how you feel in the moment not feeling like you have to light up rooms and manage conversations and make people feel comfortable but that's what your value has been assigned probably because you started that first through your people pleasing but now that's your brand so what's more valuable do you think to you what will reap more rewards to just lean into what your brand is already or to try be a more stoic person that no one knows you as and have to continuously explain that you're not angry, nothing's wrong, you're just neutral. Um, yeah, no, I get you and I get where your question is coming from. I think what makes it, um, what I need to consider is how much of me am I denying by maintaining this, in inverted commas, brand. This brand isn't paying me, this brand isn't getting me into, it, getting me jobs, getting me to places, it's not earning me friends, real friends, it's not, so they've been very little to no benefits and maybe there've been adverse consequences 
of maintaining this brand because, mm. um, you know, people take me at that face value and I'm in- immediately pigeonholed. And then like now, you know, we go to the Buddhist circles and immediately people think, oh, you, you're the one I want to rope into every committee. Or when I was Baha'i, you must be in every committee. You need to come to this event. You need to do that. Like we need to sap you of all your energy. And also, um, yeah, you're probably smart, but you probably don't like, it's weird. Like you're, you're intelligent, but not smart or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm still treated also like a dumb, <laughs> like the donkey that you can just, you know, the, the, the party donkey. Shep- you can just... Sheep. There's a sheep shepherd. Like what? someone you can shepherd. Okay. No, take that. I think then. you're, you're ruining my analogy. You fly. Yeah. So, so it's not a brand that I've benefited from. Not really. Actually. It sounds like a, eh? not You've at got all. nothing sustainable. Yeah wild yeah and yeah that's trash yeah then you need a asap you need a rebrand Ex- a mukundra asap and in fact the only friendships that are like have been deep and meaningful to me have had to go to the other place obviously i guess because mm. you can't only be on one side but you know there are people that want me to turn up just as that brand and it's just it's so empty for me mm. there's nothing left after the performance and i think that's why i would often hate meeting a person a second time because Oh shit, you have to keep up the the precedent you set. Number one, either have to keep it up or number two, like they've seen act one or the act. Oh god. Like and now there's not more behind that. Like it's, you know. Yeah. It's the the shininess that comes with meeting me the first time. So I really, really just want to leave that all behind. So in terms of so in terms of leaning in, it's where is the benefit? That's what I would say. That's interesting, because you um kind of consistently think I come across with others as a little like curt or a little rude. Yeah. And it's sounding like that's a better space to be in. Definitely. Yeah. To be a Definitely. woman perceived as just a little rude l- leaves you in better stead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think people take you more seriously. People mm. think about what they want to say. And people also, I just feel like people would consider whether they want to um, use my time and attention and towards what more it would yeah they would consider that more mm, interesting yeah. hmm, man that's all that i'm i'm yeah that's just so interesting mm-hmm. so okay what i want to know is what your answers to those questions are um who assigns value and who should assign value i actually don't think it matters who should assign value it doesn't matter because you're going to have to negotiate that value regardless when it meets with the outside world. Right. Um, and then which value should we lean into? No, no, no. So then, and so before that then, but who does currently assign value? Oh, everyone else onto you. And that starts at a young age. So your parents decide where, where your currency is. You're so pretty. You're so cute. It starts from there. Oh, you're so smart. You're so strong. It starts from there. And then you over enthuse those things and you lean into them and people pick up those cues from you too. I mean, the most fascinating, that episode of Bobo and Flex, it was called Pretty Privilege, where Flex said she told us all that how she looks is attractive and everyone follows suit. I mean... That's incredible that mm. br- whole brands, that's what she gets paid for, for something that might have not been, oh no, it wasn't Thuz. She said it wasn't Thuz. But the fact that you can decide your value and proceed from there works mm. too. Mm. But you just have to, you have to lean into that and you mm. kind of can't waver. It's pretty, 
So I think it can only be authentic. Like you trying to brand yourself or to be perceived in a specific way has to be authentic because you can't break character. If you break once, then everyone who might have doubted that to begin with, how can you be so confident when you're not even that attractive? Wow, you really have a podcast, you're not even that smart. That will come in. Like you have to expel people's doubts from the confidence in your value add. But that comes with with everything. So whether you've been assigned that value or you've chosen that value. Um, oh, but the difference is if I, if I tell the world I'm beautiful and I don't really believe it, but I want that to be my, how I'm perceived, that's I'm acting. And when you're acting, you can break character. Mm. You can be inconsistent. You can forget. Now that, to, sorry to interject, but that's exactly where I'm coming from with I'm perceived as bubbly and you know friendly and pleasant and soft and all of those nice things but i but you know the real me breaks character when i'm on my own Mm. i mean i'm not not those things but that's just a small part of who i am and that's what makes it harder for people to adopt your brand the inconsistency doesn't help yeah yeah and so i'm i think it would be easier if it was fully across like end to end if it was if it was not authentic well i think authentic to me is the right word because there are parts that i have to hold back in order to continue to be but if i didn't hold back any of those then all of them could exist side by side the bubbly the stern the curt the Mm. thoughtful the you know the creative the Mm. lethargic as is i believe every human yeah it's so much harder when you have to remember your notes and you have to get into character before you meet people because you slip yeah. And when you slip, when we perceive that and then our biases that we've already um, projected onto you because of how you look, how you act, how you talk, just come flooding through. Yeah. Um, so you kind of can't break character. And I think a big, a big part of that as well is just accept, accepting that people react differently to different um, stimuli. So when I am the bubbly person, I will get the smiles, but I... But then the fear is that when I'm not that person, I don't get the smiles and I don't get the open arms and to be okay with that. Exactly. And that's my next question is that which is more beneficial then? If, I mean, if leaning into how you're perceived is easier for people, much less jarring, and you can use that as a Trojan horse. Should I explain what Trojan horse is? Of course I know what a Trojan horse is, Mukundwa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I, I'll explain it for the benefit of the book yes, girls and gays. Um, a Trojan horse is what was used, I don't know who used it, the oh, Romans some, sometime, to to invade a, sit, a city. I don't care about their history. Um, what they did is they built a big wooden horse and they hid all their army inside of it. And they wheeled this horse inside the city gates. I think it was framed as a gift to the king or whatever. And when they were inside the city gates, which they couldn't, which they couldn't have broken from the outside, then they bust out of this horse and they conquered the city. Am I wrong or am I right? You're so right. And the, so the point is, it's a sneak attack. A Trojan horse is a sneak attack. It is. I love yes. that. We should do episodes where we have we have to explain complex intricate specific histories and we just do the best we can also also astrophysics i can explain quite a bit oh you (laughs) think you can watch now she's going to start using her explaining words do you know how horrible it is horrible how difficult it is to have an instructive conversation with mukundo when she's trying to tell me yo anyway let's i have to explain too much to get into that let's not 
Okay. So I think you can use it as a Trojan horse. I think you can lean into how you're perceived. And when you, once you get there, you can show complexity and nuance and intricacy in your character. Once you've gotten to whatever level it is you were trying to achieve anyway. So I've done that before and it works wonders, but it really is strategic. And I think it's not necessarily a way to live if you're not trying to, well, look, it depends. It depends what you want. Yeah. Like, Okay, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like I remember in high school, it just being in, in, in Switzerland. Also just, with 30, like is it time to stop referencing high, high school? High school, I know that's what we do on this shit. In high school, um, just being perceived as, oh, okay, I'm going to be perceived as confident, aggressive, loud, sassy, and um, a carer because I'm black. Like that's what people were saying or snapping your fingers. You assume I can twerk, all these things. So I was like, okay, if that's how <laughs> I'm perceived, how to twerk this <laughs> still don't know year. how. But if that's how I'm perceived, let me lean into that until I get what I want, which is friends and a social status. I don't want to be, I want to be with the winning team. And mm. once I felt I had that, then I could show the intricacies and every other aspect of me because I'd already achieved um, a status that was unshakable. And so in any other like I think about that a lot. Like, why not just? I often think about authenticity and wanting to be my true self in spaces. But who does that benefit? Why not just Trojan horse it in that area until I've won this person over, and then I can show or, or won the situation over, and then I can fully express myself. Oprah can do what she wants now to some extent. Um, but that's she, like after thirty years of television or of doing what she's doing. Yes, but it doesn't have to be that long. I think what I'm saying is you come from, you operate from a point of strength. It's two ways. You either have to, from the beginning, show all your colors or once you're established. Because bringing it in in the middle, like... Okay, you have to give a proper example because I'm mm-hmm. thinking of friendship. I can't Oh, and I'm thinking wait. of brand. You're thinking of brand. Yeah. But even there, so now you've got to be... So you've shown one color and so now vanilla brand takes you on. How long you got to be with vanilla brand till you break out and you're actually like, no, hey, I'm a sexual hoe. Look at Nelly Furtado. And right. How, and how did that work for her? Very well. What do you mean? For her, for Britney, for Christina no, no, Aguilera. Not, they're, for, all, they're very different. Christina, they all started out baby and then broke out. Not baby. Um, so there were niches that they all fit in and then they broke out once they had a platform. But if you start at the beginning when you're not sought after... Um, it can be, re- it's really difficult when no. you're, when you, your brand pops off at an op- a moment that's not opportune. So like Lizzo, that's a niche. Having a fat black woman who's like your best friend, non-threatening, but how she's perceived. In your face with her titties. In, in her face. Absolutely excellent. We needed that brand now. She can become conservative if she wants to. She can change how she dresses. She can be a Michelle Obama later. That's not what the moment was calling for. Or that's mm. not what the the availability was. Because we have black singers who are like that. Where are they? Who are conservative or who are... I just think... No, we're talking about branding. But I just think you have to do one or the other. You either have to start how you intend to finish or Trojan horse it up till you're stable and then reveal different parts of your character and different value adds. Because how you perceive matters. Like that's how people are going to treat you. How they think you're going to perform and we can't deny that that intersects with how yeah it's just it's it's an undeniable so even an, hmm. i think i would i i would agree with you with caveats so about showing who you are up front i think it would be then with the caveat of but to what end and mm-hmm. who does it and how does it benefit who does it benefit and how does it benefit you 
Um, so if you have seven colors showing three, as opposed to just like sticking with the one, um, because this is how it benefits you. Because if you show the sixth one, like nobody's ready for it. Nobody understands. I understand that. If you know what I mean. Mm. Right. And then Trojan horsing it till you're safe. Fine. And secure and ready. Fine. And then releasing the colors as you go along. What's the caveat? I don't understand. Well, it was that, you know, the first one, what I understood you to say is like, choose one brand, like one direction yeah um, what you, people perceive you as internalize like just run with that mm. if you perceive it as loud and confident go with it and but then make sure for me it would be to make sure what else do i need to add even if mildly to keep my sanity um to not feel like i'm i'm showing up with a show each time so if i if i can do I want to show up in in some level of my authenticity. Oh, and so to include enough of me to be authentic, knowing that, but the brand that I'm representing is like this, is, mm, you know, a loud, yes. strong black woman. And I think we'd need specific, as you said, specific context call yeah. for different things. If yeah. this is the workplace, if this is friends. Yes. So I just think the most authentic person, Jesus was himself from the beginning and his own people killed him. So it's like authenticity. <laughs> yeah, we need to add context there because I it's not good all the time depending on what you're trying to achieve correct yeah maybe if jesus trojan horsed it didn't he kind of no breaking bread doing all sorts of things yeah yeah. short life but i guess he achieved what i mean look at that look at the impact the impact okay the impact okay he had the power that has the blessing that has the transformation that has no i haven't seen that meme i'm not gonna ask you if you have it's for the listeners Wow. So, piggybacking off value, mm-hmm. how do you, or perceive, yeah, well, how do you perceive, how do you think you're perceived in the workplace? You're, I think, so first, am I a good worker or a bad worker? Yeah. It's really both and in equal measure. That but, is so wild to me. That yeah. That's so crazy. I'm as, I'm as good as I am bad. I would, and I'll tell you why that's wild is because I think if I think you're very good, how can you be equally that Pretty very bad? bad? Yeah. Like that, I, is that really accurate or is that you just I'm, I'm not, I don't think the kind thing to do if I was getting employed was to tell, would be to tell an employer, these are all the reasons you, you shouldn't hire me. Um, these are all the issues we will have just so you know. I'm actually not made for employment. I'm made for coalition. I'm made for like collaborating. But to be employed, I make a really bad slave. So it's so much better if you make me mid-management, um, <laughs> somewhere in the middle, because that's where my strength lies. I think ultimately, regardless of the employer, I just don't make a good slave. I just, it's not, I do in some respects, but f- for such a short period of time. So I think, do you think you could actually do that? Tell an employer. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't because I, if I need them, I'm going to tro- I'm Trojan horsing it. Yeah. Mm. No, Did I would never. Did you just learn about Trojan horses? No. <laughs> so <laughs> the ways, the ways in which I'm a good worker is I find it hard to ask for help. And I rarely say no because I feel it's letting something down. Mm. I, I struggle to manage my workflow. And I think manipulative employers... Uh, benefit a lot from that they yeah. can pile and pile and pile and i will keep saying yes yeah so i think that's a way that i would be appreciated in the workforce okay um i think 
I also take accountability very easily. So I'll do semi-managerial, like supervisor, supervisory roles. And I'm not a supervisor. Mm. Uh, I think I can also be trusted. I'm very resentful, frustrated and bitter at work, but I can be trusted to deliver something that makes sense. Uh, and I can be trusted to, you can, I can be left alone with something. And if I don't do it, there'll be such an understandable reason and a, a region, reason that makes sense. And if I do do it, that was expected. Mm-hmm. So I really can be trusted to communicate that I can't do it um, if it's as and when necessary mm-hmm. and to deliver. Mm-hmm. But the ways I'm, in which I'm a bad employee is, yeah, I'm just easily resentful. I don't read or follow the rules. I think you need to rationalize with me why I should be achieving these KPAs. And nothing's that serious. KPIs? KPAs and KPI, KPIs. What's a KPA? Key performance what? Darling, it's KPA and KPI. What's the A? Must I stop this recording to Google? Just say the A. I don't know. Oh, uh, you mustn't use things you don't know. No, but it's there. You just said that your employers have to tell you KPAs why. and KPIs. Okay, go ahead. Ha. Huh. Um, I need to be reasoned with a lot. Like, you need to explain to me why I should be doing something. And that's not how that works you're supposed to just be given instruction and and have work delegated and i refuse i refuse that uh and i also think i know more than i do and i'm not changing that ever because i think i know more than i do like how can you ask me to change that the workplace is like the home (laughs) so i would caution anyone about employing me outside of my skill (laughs) set i think I have a skill set to deliver under a specific set of circumstances. And why not just lean into that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. Mm. In an interview, how would you frame that? See, I wouldn't. If I'm going back to work, it's because like I did in Jan, I'm desperate. I know I'm there. I'm going to kid myself into believing I can do this. I won't be resentful. This is going to be different. Could and I... then within three weeks, it's not. That's Two the weeks. thing. It explodes. And then? Oh, but then, and then we go back to square one. Okay, so as you're talking... that won't be happening again. My money's long. It's longer. My money's longer. And we need to talk about that. Your money gets long for two weeks and you're like, listen, bitches, I'm (laughs) out of the rat race. No, this is different. This is different. I need to see your savings account fat. This is different. I need to see investments. I need to see return on those investments. Then we can start talking about how long your money is. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I was just thinking as you're talking, I was rolling my eyes. Ugh, this millennial. I was rolling my eyes at this millennial. Granted, I am too, but as we know, I'm at the good end of millennials. Um, but I just thought, how wonderful would it be? Oh, no, no, no. What I did think. Okay, no, first I thought, how wonderful would it be to be able to be in an interview and be like, listen, I will be upfront. Following, not really my strength. Leading, or following to an extent, def- my str- I can do that. Leading is my strength. Being Having um, free reign, getting things done, knowing what my KPIs are. Um, what my objectives are and going for them and I will deliver if um, I might do it in an unorthodox way but you can rely on me to deliver but micromanagement not my style being able to communicate that openly and then like you said I do better at middle management it's just who I am and it's or it's just how I work best and you will get the most out of me that way being able to be open like that and I thought wow imagine being able to say that and then I thought I bet you white boys all over the world say that I bet they do not you don't think so? Absolutely I can not. totally see them going in there and being like, listen, I do great. And middle management is where you want me. I will, this is how I'll take your team. They sell themselves. You don't oh, think yes. so? They, oh, okay. I see what you mean. So instead of pointing out their weaknesses and the ways they aren't employable, they take the negative space of that 
they like discuss the po- the, the flip side Correct. of what that would mean. Their weaknesses are their strength. So I, you know. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I think part of the issue is I feel like we, as an man, everyone top down, isn't ready to have honest conversations, isn't interested in having honest conversations because it doesn't matter what your where your strengths lie, where your interests lie, for many corporations, they still believe that everyone has to work. You need to just consent to what you're going to be doing. It's okay if you hate it, you just need to deliver. And that's the the framework we still work within. If I was in a much more modern and dynamic workspace where I could be honest about and where management would encourage you to say, to explain, how are you a good worker? What should we look out for? how don't you work well and why what motivates you what demotivates you we know ideally you'd want to be home with your animals and your babies but you're here so how can we make this pleasant because when you're happy we're happy understanding that ultimately under capitalism we're all slaves but let's make it nice let's make it Mm. a a little cushy right and there are workplaces like that um esther perel talks a lot about it shamadine reed talks a lot about it where she once a week she gets her colleagues her employer once a week she gets her employees to stand up and do a presentation about how to work with them what they like what they don't like what motivates them what doesn't why they're here what's interesting to them and i think a new employee every week yeah a different different employee every week and i think ultimately the underlying consensus is that none of us want most of us don't want to work Mm. but we're just trying to make it more manageable we've all accepted uh, most of us who do work have accepted that's the only way have you know that we can survive Mm. and make money and so we just have to make it tolerable and so i think my my tolerance level for that kind of slavery is just really low but then when it comes to freelancing i actually have more capacity in ways that some people might not Mm -hmm. um so i think so i wouldn't communicate all this i think i'm not very employable but people perceive me to be I think I come across as impressive and, and, and the things that I do well, I do do well, mm. but gosh, it lasts very short because does it even matter? Like, what does it matter if we produce 20,000 loaves of bread today instead of 27? Like, I can't be bothered. What does it really matter if I didn't send that CV before 5 p.m.? Like, HR isn't going to look at it until the morning. Why does, who cares? What does it matter that I, I forgot to... My email wasn't punctuated properly. Okay, they'll think I'm dumb, but really? And management takes has to take that stuff seriously and strives for perfection. But it is so hard to give your all when you don't care. Mm. When all you care about is the paycheck. For me, it's so hard for that to motivate my work where everything else is bad. The work environment, my colleagues. I have nothing but a motivation for one pay point at the end of a month. Cannot tithe me over for 30 days or 28. But I think for other people, it can. So I think, yeah, I'm so much better suited for freelancing. Um, but that's like, I mean, I want to hear from you about that because I know I have a friend who also did Fiverr and Upwork and lasted really shortly. It was just so hard for them for all the reasons it was really hard for me in the mm. beginning. Um, it's a different kind of slavery. Uh, and surprisingly, I would say the work conditions are maybe worse, but it actually suits me better. So what do you, I mean, do you think you'd be good, a good employer? Do you think you'd be a good employee? <laughs> I think I'd be a good employee and I think I'd hate every minute of it. Yeah. I And I think that's the problem. But you're currently employed, like mm-hmm. on a part, well, full time, but as a 
Hmm. It's consultant. You consulting? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Consultancy. No, consultancy is my like brain. What's it called? Like your brain work, but not your output. So I'm physically doing work. You can still be. That's not what consulting means. You're not on consultants. Aren't on. Actually, no, we don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't know. I would love to hypothesize to so, like guess. Yeah, word. but now right now you're a good employee. So what's the difference? Um, difference between what? You said you'd hate every minute, but you don't yeah. hate every minute. It's difficult. No, I do. I do dislike a lot of it. Oh, okay. And that's what I'm finding hard is that I have to um, keep justifying. I know that I know I have a plan for this money. This money is going to is going towards a rat, like clearing all my debt. And so, if I could just stick this out for ten months, I will have. I will be credit card debt, home loan debt, um, you know, gym debt, but all these debts that I have free. And so, you know, I have to keep. I have to keep reminding myself why I'm going through hell. It's not hell, really. It's but just... comparatively it is. Comparatively. So I can't just... I don't have the flexibility and the luxury to wake up whenever I want to or to... Um, I really have to stay focused and on the clock. And, and you know, the rate is lower than what I would be doing if I did it per gig. But it's so consistent that it makes up for it. So, you know, if I'm required to work, to work um, five hours a day... Um, with my other work, I don't have, I don't have enough work to be working flat out for five hours, um, every day. If I did, then that work would, my, my freelancing work would pay a lot more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Why haven't you looked for work that's just better than the same, gives you the same consistency? Because that gives me the same, so employment, different employment with a higher rate is what you're asking. Or that all the parts you don't like, a bit less of those and all the parts you do like a bit more of those. I only knew that I wouldn't like it. I only discovered that I didn't like it when I started doing it. And it's only been, it's hard, it's not, not even been a month. Oh, it's just been a month now. Oh, um, right. So like, it's too soon. I didn't know that I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't, I didn't know that it wouldn't be worth my, fully worth my while until I started. So why do you think, I think everyone should work online digitally on Fiverr, Upwork, any other website you can offer digital skills. Those are places you can do anything from voiceovers to taking photos for people. I've taken pictures of menus for people who are making global like digital menus. And I've taken pictures of like city scenes and just where I am on the streets or this is what it looks like in Pretoria and Johannesburg like that. Literally. Yeah. Written scripts, um, edited, transcriptions. Edited scripts. Everything, right? Made and little memes and found pictures. Yeah, you um, can you can solve coding challenges for people who are trying to cheat uni or whatever, whatever the reason they need coding. All sorts of things. So that's what those platforms are for. Nyak, you don't you're not of the opinion that everyone can or should do that kind of work. I think Yeah, no, I'm not. Is it voiceover specifically? You don't think it's just no. entry level? I think that it requires a certain level of um excellence or at least commitment to excellence voiceovers or everything because because uh, and okay wait okay it's two it's two different things number one is the skill set number two is the stickability mm-hmm. so in terms of the skill set i feel like you will be quickly not priced out of the market but there are so many people offering so many things in my experience um it feels like you better you better be excellent or work hard at what you are doing 
um, in order to stick in your clients' minds because it is so easy for them to just move on to the next. Like you're not special. When you've got a job, you're secured at least for two months. Mm. Um, when you're freelancing, you're secured for that job. And still it's a maybe because they can still reject your work and you don't get paid. So it it requires a certain level of commitment to excellence, at least on your part. Not, And it doesn't mean you have to be better than everyone else. It just means what you say you're going to deliver, you deliver and you deliver the best that you can. Um and make it and and deliver value for money as far as you can tell. That's the one part. And the other is stickability. So it's not fly by night and it's not easy and it's not um and you have to self-motivate every every minute of every day. So it's not just yeah, it's not just every yeah. month, you know, okay, I, I'm not going to resign this month, but really from job to job you have to <laughs> self-motivate. Yeah. And and then you have to self-motivate to look for work. So, you know, on some of these platforms you can apply for jobs and you really have to sell yourself, but in but being honest or being and being appealing and to really put yourself in. So it's you really have to be committed to succeeding on these platforms. And so I don't think it's for everyone because mm, a lot employment of people, is a different tempo. Employment is very you get in once. You put in that kind of, that, you know, shucking and jiving once. I know. For freelancing, you put it in every single day you are mm. pandering. But I found that it's, the payoff is worth it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess we sh- I should say, um, I do recommend Five and Upwork a lot. Your working hours are longer. Uh, you're checking those, pla- I check those platforms I must check. I really think it's between 50 to 100 times. You really do. You um, Every single time I'm waiting for you and I I'm come checking, and see what yeah. you're actually doing on your screen, you're on five and yeah. checking. At least work. 100 times. Because it really is every 20 minutes, it's once or twice if I'm on mm. my computer. So it's, it's, but you don't have to be like that. Um, there is a consistency. And I think I've explained this in a YouTube video, I'll link that is fantastic. And it's that when you work on a platform like Fiverr where somebody's, sat in India is getting paid $10 to do an animation that really should cost maybe $150. Then they're wanting you to do a voiceover. Of course, they need to make a margin. They'll ask you to do it for $5 when you really should be making probably a hundred dollars. So there's a level of degradation and yeah, you know, light slavery because of the, the chain of people being outsourced for a project that should cost much more than you're being paid for. So folks who are living in countries where the dollar is really strong, that can be worth it. It's worth it for me. I mean, the rand right now, it's 18 point something. It's worth it. Um, if you're in England, <laughs> it might not be worth it mm, at or all. Or Australia. Yeah. Mm. I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, for Australians, there is the advantage of um, people... There is a, a market for Australians in terms of voiceover artists, like yeah. for the Australian accent, which you can't get from India. Yeah, and you get paid, which I discovered late. Or from South Africa for that matter. South Africa. (laughs) Yeah, and you get paid really well. And there's certain, it's interesting because there are also certain skill sets from certain genders that are paid more. So men are paid more than women for voiceovers, always. Mm -hmm. Um, What I will get paid maybe $30 for, I see men getting paid $150 for easy. Um, Firstly, there are fewer men. It's just, it's also dependent. And you'll figure it out like geographically, culturally, and in terms of gender lines as well about who gets paid what but essentially yeah yeah but it's it's an avenue but that's the that's the part of the truths about 
you know, the, the less glamorous side about this work. That's true. And, you know, even though you're getting paid $5 for a voiceover, the volume if you're in the right kind of economy, the volume then makes it worth it because you might be able to do 10 a day, um, you know, and then it's $50. And then in that day, if you're in an environment like South Africa, you've made like, what, six, 700 rand mm. in that day. Minus just from commission. Maybe yeah. two hours of work. Yeah. So, you know, when you start to multiply that, it becomes worth it. But as you say, there is a level of degradation where one voice over on the ground to a South African market or to a South African agency would be easily um, 20 times that. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. But it's so worth it. And I think we, maybe we need to have a separate episode. We probably do about the rhetoric of it's okay if you it's get rhetoric. nothing. It's rhetoric. I can't, I can't just come and watch you. I can't come and you <laughs> myself. The rhetoric of... Um, it's rhetoric. Just say what you want to say. I'm not, I'm not a Yankee. <laughs> Not rhetoric. Mukunda, where do you get rhetoric? <laughs> you think that's British? Oh, have I done my British accent for you hoes? I, I sell my South African accent as British. And if, the, if they catch me out, they catch me out. Can you imagine? If I die, I die. So this is the kind of mediocrity you're up against on Fiverr. Nick, yeah. join. People, just join. Just you- try. Because also, as so I sent my accent and the person was like, hi, client says this sounds more like a Southern African English accent. No. I was like, okay, here's your money back. Um, but yeah, mostly it works. People can't tell the difference. Why don't you sell New Zealand? Just try. Stop. What do you mean? Someone asked me if I could do an, a, they said, they said Scandinavian accent. And I was like, oh, first oh. of all, I don't know what that is. I think that's like a region. Utrid. There's no such thing as a Scandinavian accent. Just speak accent. like Utrid from Utrid. Utrid of Badenburg. Yeah, there you go. Utrid of Badenburg. You need to close the gas before it leaks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. No. So I said no. I was like, I have more dignity than that. I'm not going to oh. slag off those Scandinavian <laughs> now people. Now she has dignity. I know. I do anything for a buck, hey? Literally. Hey, anyways. So, on fire. I was telling such a good story. I've forgotten now. Hmm. Re- so maybe we need to do, like I was saying, we should do a separate episode about this um, encouragement to people that... It is okay if you get absolutely nothing done in this period of isolation. Oh, wow. You did not wait before slipping that in. What do you mean? That's not even related. Not even related. Oh, yeah. We'll do another episode because Mm. I think this all relates because I've been just insisting and encouraging people to check out online work. Right. Because there's actually a lot of nuance about this, about both camps, Team Grind and Team Get Nothing Achieved. Both are absolutely incorrect to me. Mm. And so dangerous. And so Gary and Gwyneth, they're on different ends of the spectrum. Well, Gwyneth is not even on the spectrum. I don't think she's saying do nothing. I think she's still doing things. I don't think her operations are affected. So well done for that. No, but she's doing things, but she wants you. Well, that's the issue. It's people who can we ask more questions about the people who are telling us it's okay if we achieve nothing. Go on their profile. See what they're like. Do they have six months' pay to stay mm-hmm. at home? And Do also, they have their houses paid off? Are they white? Mm-hmm. Guys, you, can you afford to not get in? So we'll discuss this. This is the thing I'm very passionate about. Actually, yeah, pretty perturbed by the messaging. Mm. Mm, we'll discuss that. Okay, sooner rather than later. <laughs> yes, we'll discuss it very soon. Yeah. Alrighty, let's close off with a dilemma. I am now in a place where I am emotionally supporting a heartbroken sister, but have to be silent about the real reasons why 
He probs cheated. Okay, right. She was too religious, not ambitious enough, too close to my sister who is toxic, etc. I don't feel guilty. You know, I don't feel guilty for not telling her that he wanted to leave years ago. Yikes. I just feel sorry for her because she honestly is losing a good man because of her inability to grow and evolve with him. I'm not attracted to him. He's just a great friend. In this situation, is it time to tell her the real truth that he started losing interest years ago and also tell her why? Or should I continue to be quiet? Because honestly, I'm the black sheep of my family. They'll blame me for the breakdown of her marriage. Oh, it's a marriage. Okay, I'm going to ask questions after this. Okay. I'm confused. So um, there's a, a woman who has a sister and she knows why the marriage is breaking down but doesn't want, but doesn't know if she should be the one to say it. The and marriage broke down. The bro- broke down. Why is she... But she also said, I'm not attracted to him. He's a good friend. Who's him? The husband. So why would she even mention that? Because... Be, um, why mention that? Because she's lying. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, so what's the dilemma? The dilemma oh, is, sh- should, I tell, should I tell my sister the real reason why her husband left her? Um, oh, but she doesn't want to be a black sheep even further. Yes, she's already a black sheep. Um, okay, writing in, can we not use any words that are, uh, like, use the word black to refer to black sheep, black male, black plague? <laughs> I don't want that. I actually don't. Oh, okay, t- tell me, talk about it. Um, I was listening to, there's another word I learned the other day, it's called to... Like white lie, you also don't want those things? No, white is fine, but black ball so black to black in reference to something bad yeah you i don't, don't i don't like that i actually really don't um i just think it's ridiculous i can't believe europeans have gotten away with this or cork what should i call caucasians can't believe you guys have gotten away with this i just don't mm. think we should use those words ridiculous okay <laughs> so you're the white sheep of the family considering your family's all black sheep. how about that no so now the white sheep is the bad one no don't say black sheep don't i don't want to hear any of that i'm i'm just saying like i'd prefer that if you can write in and not use those words you're not in trouble person who wrote in it's fine don't even message saying oh i'm so don't like don't do that that's totally okay just saying i don't like those words okay i mean do you you'd have no problem with them i think it's disgusting who said i said i I have no problem with them (laughs) you answer for me a lot nigga (laughs) nyak she people not she said that and then she looked at me like waiting for me to fight her <laughs> okay 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 understood so sh- should they communicate this to their sister and be a, a, even more of a pariah and mm. now they're going to be blamed mm. how would they be blamed for the breakup it's already over no they wouldn't be blamed for the breakup mm-hmm. it's just that they would be they're just bringing more hurt. Like, oh. why even go there? Hmm. But I don't understand. There's just a lot of people involved in this. Because <laughs> she says she was too religious, not ambitious enough, too close to my sister. Oh, the toxic. other sister. Okay. Oh, they have there more must be three sisters or okay. something. All right. What I would say is... It's a hard one. I think when you love... Telling people you love why they're the reason for their own um demise and trauma is hard but it's so necessary and so kind because you rarely get those opportunities in life i've rarely been told how well have i 
I think I feel like I've really been told the ways in which I get in my own way. But actually, I have. I think if you're not ready to, to receive them, you see it as hating or you mm. see it as, well, you're wrong. But actually, I think on a consistent basis, you and people tell I was gonna me. ask, surely I've done that for you. Yeah, you okay. constantly tell me you don't listen to me. And I'm like, no, I do. I, like, I didn't believe that until I was ready to really listen and hear it. Or even, and that's how you, but then getting in your own way, like, that you don't accept help or you think mm. that you're better than everyone or you're... No, no, I don't think I'm better than everyone. Ugh. That's not the words. This is you can be action. casual with your, how you describe yourself. Nyagor. <laughs> since you're calling, yeah, since, since you're throwing those out. I am not a nigger. Okay, go ahead. So, I think it would be a really kind thing in this in your sister's lifetime as a person to have somebody they love to tell them the truth. Um, and you just need to decide if it's worth the temporary burn, you know, of maybe a year of people telling you and your family you're so mean. Just decide. There are okay. other ways to support somebody. You can also just not show them. I find that sad. I do find it sad when I see the life state of the people I love and I can see it being cyclical and I can't communicate to them because I'm afraid of the backlash. But I would so appreciate... In theory, I think I'd appreciate it being done for me. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think it can be done in a different way. Okay, but first of all, a clarification. She said, I'm not attracted to him. He's just a great friend because, I think because just before that, she said, um, I feel sorry for her because she's honestly losing a good man. So she talks about him in a good light, but then has to clarify, look, it's not like I I want him. Okay. She's, just, she's losing a good man. Losing. So it's not over yet. So sis needs to stop, needs to burn her Bible. Sis needs to <laughs> excommunicate her sister. What else? Stop being lazy. Excommunicate the toxic sister. So, Jeez. okay. What I feel is that... Too religious. I don't think it's... I don't think you need to tell your sister in in a direct way. Because I think it sounds like you might be in a situation where... You are vilified. I don't think it's going to be a year. These the way families hold on to things. It might it might go on for ages. Where you're the one that is. So if they're still in this marriage, you're the one that's either breaking them up, making things wrong, making it difficult, never on her side. So I would probably frame it from the other side. So if you think she's too religious and she's not willing to grow, there are other men out there that are also too religious. So it could. Mm. I, I would suggest you know. Okay, if they've if the marriage is already over, pointing out things like you know, I think someone that is you know into Jesus and in, in the way you are that really That's is so true. you know things like that that I, find a man whose life is the church. I think that would be better for you because yeah. why want her? So to to you, her husband was a good man, maybe because oh. he's more su- he's like more your type. You're Not getting saying, okay perception exactly exactly. So I think. Okay, yeah okay th- th- that's what yeah. i think it is i think just like supporting her in her way not not asking or needing her to change but if she's hyper religious there are other people like that they can be together um got too close to your other toxic sister i think there are also some places where you can your hands are tied and you just walk away and you let people make their own mistakes and, and i think that's her arena i actually think she has no place to talk about the lazy what did you, is it laziness lack of ambition yeah, lack of ambition and religious, that's between her and her husband. Her husband should have communicated this because it's all, as you said, it's all relative. So there's no such thing as too religious or lack of ambition. It's for him. So he should have been the one to communicate that to her and they deal with it together. You're not her husband, you're her sister. So that shouldn't be your problem. I see. The problem that... But, mm-hmm. but, but, but the... 
still her sister chose a man thinking that he was maybe as religious as she was and he wasn't and yeah. so i think they both bought into a dream that wasn't then so which is their business check. Like, I don't think that's for her to say. Oh. That's not for her to decide or to say. That's for the, those two to come to the conclusion of together. And for me, I think it absolutely is the per, the supporting people outside to be able to say, listen, from the outside, yeah. it really looks like it's a mismatch. You want more religion. He wants less religion. Let's. Well, that's, yeah, then that's how she should hope. I think then this sister should do reflecting. She was too religious does not imply that. It implies you were at fault for being too religious. Yes. And yeah, so I think, as you said, there should be, yes. she needs to reflect more what she means. Yes. In terms of getting too close to the toxic sister, that's your arena. You should definitely sound that alarm if you feel. Yeah, say it. That's your arena. Like, you are a sister. But that's your business. Sister. Yeah, yes, but it's still your business. If you think you're getting too close to one of our toxic siblings, that's your business. And okay, and again, think about how you can protect yourself through all of this because that's now about family and it's just ripe ground for rivalries and you're choosing me, you're choosing her, you're all of that stuff. Like that's Yeah, I mean just do what you can. Like think about it as much as you can, but just take action and you'll suffer the consequences and the benefits equally. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I don't yeah. understand why you'd be blamed for the breakdown of the marriage. Maybe it's because you're flagging these things. Yeah, but yeah. I think you'd rather live... I'd rather live with myself by... I'd sooner tell the truth and think my family are a little bit moronic for being mean to me and that it's internalized because they didn't want to... Right. That it's actually their problem, how they're perceiving my advice. Right. Then not say. Then be one of the crazies and I pretend it. it's not to be said. Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a balancing act, eh? It's a balancing act. So again, for me, so I agree with Mukundra. And the, the other thing that I add, which I do for myself, is protecting myself. How I need to keep living with this family and how can I continue? Um, yeah. Ish. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. But I also think there's a freedom in accepting your family are mad. And not you, you um, writer, but anybody. Accepting your family is a little bit mad and sensitive, you yeah, know, and yeah. parents don't, they want to see their kids happy. And if that means they don't want to point out truths or anyone to point out truths that could upset their baby girl, yeah. of course you'll be a demon. And that's okay. Like your parents are softer than me. Our families are just so much softer and more vulnerable and mm. like scared than we think. Mm. Um, and maybe we should move with that knowing because, like, if Jesus didn't do what he's going to do because he knew he'd upset people, people would be mad, people would be triggered, he wouldn't do anything. And it's like, no, you've kind of got to move with integrity and kindness and in how you communicate. He was, well, he was actually pretty, he, he was, was pretty abrasive. Shit, yeah. yeah, he was abrasive. But, but it's, it's different missions, though. She's not trying to change the world. Okay, fine. But I think what I'm saying is, why, if you believe, it doesn't matter how mad you are, and this is why I like Azealia Banks, what she says she believes is true in the moment, even if it's racist, deeply homophobic, um, deeply hurtful, she really believes it. And so she speaks her truth. And then from there, she deals, she handles the, the fallout, the positive and negative right. res results. And I think we should all move with that, move with what we believe is true, because that's the best you can do in any situation is be true and be kind, mix them together. Where does it intersect? Act from there. But you can't sacrifice... And the kindness comes in because I could be true with you and say, 
Nyak, I think you'll never amount to anything. That's my truth. Mm-hmm. Now, where does the kindness intersect? What is the intention? Mm-hmm. That's where that comes in. Mm-hmm. And then I'll temper that message or even not communicate it. Because as much as it's a truth, it's got no intentionality besides me offloading. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Yeah, that is very important. And I, I must say, I think I finally just understood this dilemma. Shame, sorry. So the couple is still together. Okay. Oh, the couple bitch, is, we said that. But I didn't quite, I, I gave the two options because I thought maybe they've broken up, maybe they haven't. Okay. Yeah, they need to put their money together and see Esther Perel. Um, Simple. Yeah, definitely not to go to church counseling. That'll fuck you up good. Mm-mm. Just go to see Esther Perel. But you're, you're paying. That's money, hey? Also, and that's true. No, I really don't think they need to see Esther Perel. I think they do. I think everyone needs to see Esther Perel. I agree. Everyone does need to see Esperel, but that's coin and that's that's restrictive coin or prohibitive coin. You I don't would, have the coin. You're not going to go see it. I so think don't, no, but just I listen think to should. her YouTubes. Okay, no, no. We're, we're getting off. The point I wanted to say is also the writer to you, writer. This is a good man in your eyes, but he's not necessarily. I know I kind of said this, but now I'm saying this with the new eyes, um, but yeah. not necessarily a good man for your sister. And that's okay. Um, so rather, I would rather see the marriage dissolve and then both find people that match them than trying to make it work when they both, he doesn't want to be that religious and she, and, and he wants to be more hardworking or whatever. And she wants to be more, is it lazy? She said, and more religious. So I think find, find the people that support, they both need to find people that support that for each other. And it's okay that it didn't work out. It's really, really fine. Mm. Um, yeah, I think marriage makes a big deal about a, a big deal of relationships when it's okay. They can end. It's fine. True. Thank you. Sure. I love that. Should we, do we have time for another dilemma? No. Oh, wow. I, okay. I tried girls and gays. You've been amazing. You, you <laughs> You've always, done so much hard work. Thank you so much for this episode, guys. <laughs> you always turn up. You're always amazing. Please join our Facebook group and join our Instagram group and pop off in yes. the Facebook group. Ask questions, say things, do what you want. It's um, a space for us to just chit chat and connect. Yeah. Uh, Asking me. I was going to say, please don't be offended if you DM me and I don't respond (laughs) in a timely timely manner or ever. It's not about you. It's about me and my own anxieties. And sometimes I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to respond to this? I have to be funny or charismatic and I don't know what to say. So it's really not about you. I'll, I'll keep trying to just show up as who I am. So DM me. I had to put offended. someone in place. Someone came at me. People are too, sideways. I don't, why do people uh, people feel about very... washing chicken? Oh, they did. This is ridiculous. Uh, just came at me, and I was oh. like, "Can you, can you lower the base?" Yeah, I was like, "All this we'll energy for washing chicken because you don't agree with washing chicken." Well, they, they, they welcome apologize. to being an influencer. Influ- oh, please don't use that word. That was that was a nice word back what 2016. Oh, it's a bad word. I think it's a it's borders offensive do you know what and that to and me is offensive. so pretentious because <laughs> you all are influencers everyone's an influencer so exactly you've just made a profession out of it no 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 and it, that can be that's another discussion yeah. oh i can't wait to have this discussion people changing things ish <laughs> it's thank you so no much cool. no um, go put your kombucha <laughs> down <laughs> when have i ever all i sell is glycerin soap ah, okay your celery juice so if you like this episode if you like any of our episodes mm-hmm. if we add value if we're funny if we're cool send us money tip us for the work that goes into this mm-hmm. the thought processes the planning the gathering of insights of information and of disseminating in a fun and interesting and insightful way 
please step us for these services. This money will be going to people who need relief because of Koro Koro. So you and will we be, will let you know when that is over and then it's going to the podcast. Dildos, yeah, and podcasts. So send a tip to us to thank us for our services. Those will be rerouted as a donation. And you can put a little message with your tip and we'll... we'll um, oh, please, it, yeah. Yeah. Please, you have to please leave your email address so we can thank you personally. We can send you an email saying thank you. Yeah. Um, or your Instagram handle. Have so you we been can, thanking people personally? I've been emailing everyone, yeah. Every single donation I've emailed saying thank you or I've, I've mm. Instagrammed saying thank you. So we do we do respond and we say thank you. Mm. But th- that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean, you should give regardless. <laughs> should tip us. This is, this is content. Ah, uh, girls and gays. content. I Have hope a great week. <laughs> I hope you're moisturizing your ankles through all of this. Like, keep it Please, fresh. moisturize, wash behind your ears. If you use... I wanted to ask you that today. Have you been washing behind your ears? I washed behind my ears today for the first time in a while. You and all you saw was... No, it was actually quite clean. So maybe I've been doing it, but not realized. Um, Have a great week. Have a great week further. Because you have to specifically go behind your ears. It's not in the general route. Bye. <laughs> Team wash, no wash legs. Bye. Bye.